This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dream Clouds mattress technology blends support and comfort to make you feel like you're sleeping on a cloud. Every Dream Cloud comes with $599 in accessories plus $200 off with our Labor Day sale. Go to dreamcloudsleep.com today. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Denal. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's 1-0 loss to Wolves at home at Craven Cottage. Emilio, I put it in the title, and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. Fulham get what they deserve, which is nothing, against Wolves. We could talk about VAR helping out Fulham, which is great. They don't capitalize on that because they don't score in the second half. Scott deserves some criticism here, okay? Because as you and I talked about it off air, for the final 20 minutes, he decides to go for it. Why mm-hmm. didn't he go from the beginning of the match? But that's not his nature. His mm-hmm. nature is to play it tight. And then when it gets desperate times in the last 20 minutes, then we go for it. And then you get a sucker punch like you did mm-hmm. tonight with uh, Triority. Mm-hmm. I'm actually watching him on the screen right now. Just uh, congratulations to you because you scored a great goal. But- yeah. Honestly, uh, Fulham didn't do enough to win. I said to you off air, a point is a Band-Aid. Rip the Band-Aid off. We know where we're headed, my friend. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, you know, I feel like I'm going to be sound like a broken record. I'm not going to go on about it. It's the same old problems tonight, right? Team selection, questionable. Um, we didn't, you know, this was a, you know, we've been saying it's a must-win game. Of course it was a must-win game, but it's... um. I don't know. We just we did we weren't at the races. First half was very poor. Both sides were very poor. I think we got away with that VAR decision. I thought that that would spark us, you know, give us a bit of an yeah. incentive to get you get away with blue murder and you get, you start the second half on the front foot. But I would have changed it at half time as well. We offered nothing in that first half. Make a couple of tactical substitutions. Put Madger on for better for worse. What you know, better to try to go for three you know, rather and then get a right. punch like we saw tonight. So for me. I thought team selection was disappointing. We offered very little. Again, we didn't score, but it's the same old themes. It's, you know, it's, it's come away pointless. It's pointless doing the show, but there's nothing, there's nothing positive to talk about. 
you know, it's, no, it's, there's nothing. It's problem, so I feel like I'm broken. Nothing myth. positive. Yeah. At the end of the day, there were some some decent performances there. I think right. Congolo, I thought, impressed tonight. I thought he did well. Yes, he did. Um, Robinson had some better crosses in for once, you know. Decent and I want to share this because Giannis has been oh, commenting. Okay. Giannis sense. thinks that we deserve the point. Giannis, my point is that the reason why I'm saying this is that I don't think they did enough to win the match. Yeah, and yeah. the way I'm looking at it, final 20 minutes, that point, you don't you don't deserve mm-hmm. anything because you didn't go for it for the entire match. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Play-wise, maybe they deserved the point. But again, they really gave up two yeah. goals. Yeah. Million. yeah. They gave up two goals. That That's also kind of where I'm going on. Did yeah. Fulham really deserve a point? Yeah, the, for me, it's... But I, I understand where, where Giannis final, is coming right? from. I said it last time I was on a show a couple of weeks ago. Every game is going to be a cup final. Fight like you have to win every game. Yep. But we were just too conservative. Our passing wasn't good enough first half. We conceded a lot of fouls in dangerous areas as well. So, so we, we committed unnecessary fouls and we, we put ourselves under unnecessary, unnecessary pressure. But the same old themes, you know, final ball, not good enough. We've said it from the first game of the season. You know, we complain about the defending early in the season, but final yeah. ball, not good enough. There's not enough quality coming from midfield. It, we're just... It, we we're there for a reason, you know. I don't want to. I feel like yep. I'm a broken record. Like I've said it three times tonight. It's just, just, just you know, what's the point of doing this show tonight? We lost one nil. The keeper should have done better. But yep. why aren't we scoring goals? That's the problem. It's the same old problem. It's the same. How many goals have we scored at home this season? We can't keep saying, "Oh, okay, bit of bad luck here, Yanis. We deserve the point." It's yep. 20, we played 32 games for goodness' sake. We've scored what, how many goals have we scored at home? I've got you know single figures. Yeah, yeah. It, it's what is there to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. We lost the game. Right. You know, whether we deserve to or not is immaterial. We didn't do enough to win the game. And that was a fact. That's the thing that pisses me off, to be honest. So Scott Parker, be a bit more brave. He should have been brave from from the first minute, not from the 70th minute. And that team selection was a little bit, like I said, questionable. So overall, I'm allowed to be critical. Yep. I, was, I didn't see a team out there doing enough to earn and fight hard to get the three points. And that's what's disappointing me. Uh, right. So overall, I am annoyed, but you know we're we're going down. So let's let's prepare ourselves for next season and uh, yeah. let's 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 stay behind the team. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Right. We're there for a reason. You're you're third from bottom or in the bottom three since December for a reason. Right. And we saw and, all of those reasons tonight. Right. And Amelia, you know, listen, I, I understand the criticism that I put. Well, Fulham didn't deserve anything, but I'm just looking at it that they, again, really needed to win this. So that's yeah. what I mean. They really didn't deserve – they didn't do enough. And when I look at two goals, that's kind of where I'm going on. And and we'll talk about the VAR decision. I, I, I think it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. honestly. But you know what? As a Fulham fan, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it. You know, like I said, I, I, I don't care that it, that it doesn't count. But in the grand scheme of things, they, they scored two goals. They scored two goals. Mm-hmm. If you really look at it, they, they scored two goals. But I was happy – that Fulham were saved by VAR. And I, you know, in the end, I think it's the right call with VAR involved, but we can argue about the offside rule being like that because that, that to me is ridiculous. But Mm. honestly, overall, when you look at it and I'm watching this and I'm watching the match, Emilio, does this team look like a team that can go out and win a match? They don't to me. There's no flow to them. Now, again, I understand who they were playing against, but you need to take it to this team. They didn't do it. I understand the philosophy because you're playing Wolves. They're great on the counter. But at some point, you needed to throw caution to the wind. He decided mm-hmm. to do it. Scott Park in the final 20 minutes. Screw that. Do it the entire game. But as we yeah. said, it's not yeah. his nature. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just, it's, the frustration is even if we, we, we were set up a little bit, you know, conservatively at times. And, you know, we, the same old problems, we, you know, we get ourselves in a good position. Sometimes the crossings aren't good enough. It's the same old themes that, you know, it's yeah. 32 games we've talked about the same themes or, mo- you know, minus five wins. So 27 games we've talked about same themes, good passing, solid passing. Today, we, we, we weren't really at the races today. You know, I think our, at times we gave, like I said, we gave away sloppy free kicks in dangerous yep. areas. We got away with a VAR decision, I think. If that, if that was overturned for us, we would have been crucifying the officials for oh, that. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, it's half-time. Make a change at half-time. I thought we would have, we would have you know, how would you say, taken advantage of that, that fortuitous decision. We didn't. We sort of went in second half, same setup as the first. The show was a bit more urgency at times. We they sort did. of got them forward. When Angisa came on, there was a bit more, like I said, a bit more urgency, but it was, it was, it was gradual. I would have liked to say, just go, go gung ho, go make a change. It's a cup final. You've got to win this game at all costs and don't try to be sort of conservative and do it tactically. Just, just go gung ho. And unfortunately, Scott didn't do that. So, you know, he, he can be afforded some criticism tonight. You know, I've defended him on numerous occasions this year, but tonight the setup and the approach and the lack of, Lack of threat. We we offered nothing. You know. That's my point, Emilio. Need to make. That's my point. And listen, Mm -hmm. I understand the philosophy. And when we look at the first half, and the announcers were talking about this, that you could see that there was a concerted effort to get the ball up to Mitrovic as much as possible. But as the half progressed, and they said this, Mm -hmm. he kept getting deeper and deeper because they were not able to get the crosses to him and. He was, um, you could tell he was, this is the first half. He was starting to get frustrated. Now, yeah. again, they did get the crosses to him second half, but really it, it looked ugly. They, it, mm. it really was, the continuity was just not there. It yeah. was really an ugly match to watch. There no, and, you know, no there was no flow to the game. It wasn't, no, it there wasn't, was absolutely no cool. flow to this game. You know, I mean, Colin Fraser, if we go gung ho, we get stuffed, but we still lost and we didn't go gung ho. So to me, it's like the end of the day, You've tried. You've tried to play conservatives. This was oh, a slow there. burn. It's 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 it's. We're there for a reason, you know. We yeah. we thought staying in touch with Newcastle. Well, theoretically, we still are in touch against Newcastle, but they've got two games in hand. So anything can happen. You know, funnier things have happened in football, right? Yep. We stayed up a few. You know what? Back in two thousand and seven, two thousand eight season, we won our how many games did we win? The last last half dozen. So yep. it's still mathematically possible. So it's not the end of the world, but. Playing, if you're going to play like that against Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, then it will be curtains. So, it's, but you've still got those three winnable games. I know we keep saying it, but you know, know. we're running out of winnable games. And you know, I know. Burnley, you know, you I know. know, and you know, and you can look at that as the carrot. The carrot is still dangling because it's yeah. still there, but the the light is almost off. Let's just say the light is flickering like you wouldn't believe right now. And what frustrates me, and I'm listen, I'm seeing all the comments. This is the way that I look at it to really talk about how this mm-hmm. match was managed by Scott Parker. He played not to lose in the first half all the way up to the 70th minute, and then he mm-hmm. decided, okay, we need to win this. So he played it up to a point not to lose, and then he decided now we have to win. Mm-hmm. But the problem with, with that philosophy is – it leaves you open to what we saw at the end of the match. Yeah. Because at this point, you're leaving yourself open to a situation like Triori. It was a great strike, great goal. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. The goalkeeper probably should have done better. But at that point, at the end of the match, I'm thinking they did not do enough 
in this match at all. And mm-hmm. a point was, I, I hate to use the word pointless. Yeah. So fine. They lost, you know, we can look at it. And I know the optimists out there are going to say, well, they still only need those three victories, mm-hmm. but Emilio, again, they could have won this. They could have beaten Villa. There, there were winnable matches there. And do yeah. you feel confident that they can beat Burnley at home after what you've watched? Do you feel confident that they can go on the road and beat Southampton? The way I, the way I look at it, each, you know, each, you know, I'm trying to stay optimistic here. I mean, not necessarily about staying up, but there are games, you know, against Arsenal. You know, they play. You know, they, they, Arsenal aren't particularly impressive either. So no, they're that, not. Playing away to Arsenal is probably easier than playing at home to to Burnley. Conversely, <laughs> in a weird you're, way, you're probably but right. The thing right. is, it's you know, we've got to thirty. We've played thirty-two games. Which I think someone said it's nine goals we scored in seventeen home games. You know, that's why we are where we are. That's, that's embarrassing. Part, you know. It's embarrassing. It's, it's it's the worst record in the division by a country mile. And, yep. you know, it's, 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 we're saying the same things every week. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to keep repeating myself. No. It's, it's, it's getting, it's boring, really. So let's accept we are where we are. Mistakes have been made. But tonight, you know, if we look at it purely on tonight's performance, I think, like I said, the lineup I, I was somewhat disappointed with. And secondly, um, the final ball in the box, same thing. There's no movement, you know, off the ball. Nope. It's just, it's just, you know, you could argue it's we missed Lookman. You know, I was hoping maybe Lookman's not been in, in great form this year, yep. but maybe we would have seen a slightly different setup. But again, you could argue we missed him today. Yep. You know, with that creativity, that pace, we we missed his maybe some of his silky touches there. But it's yep. at the end of the day, you can't you can't just reflect on one game. You know, this game is a typical of what we've seen most of the season: lack of quality up front, not creating enough chances, and you know, and being too. De- too defensive and conservative in setup when, you know, it was the cup final, go and try to win the game at all costs. Right. You know, people right. may disagree with me saying, well, if we go at all costs, we get thrashed, but I'd rather have tried and failed rather than not try and you still lose. Outcome yep. the same. We still lost the game. You still lost the game and it was a match that was there for you to win and you did not do enough. You did not take it. What I mean by taking it yeah. is you need to go on the offensive, mm-hmm. and they did not, and no. that's why I also put up this comment from our friend Steve Reynolds. Tactically, Scott is defensive in the style play. We know this and does not concentrate on the attacking aspect. I, I agree with Steve on this, and it's gotten Scott Parker to a point as a manager with us, but at some point you have to go for the win, and I would like it if they start on the front foot and they just don't because that's just not his style of play. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's going to be the downfall. The downfall is going to be the lack of goals, but it's also going to be the style of play. Yeah, it's 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 just if we look at attacking wise, you know, when with the limited opportunities that we were attacking for, it's that, that final board. You know, we were it was harried. There was not enough quality. Even the, there's a lack of intelligence at times. Just sometimes yes. you know, you've got. There was I think there was one incident in the first half. Was it Angis? No, second half. Angis went forward. There was nobody in the six yard box. Where the hell is everybody? For goodness sake. You know, at the end of the day, you're trying to nil nil, you're trying to win the game. And Giesa got himself in a good position, zero players in the six yard box. Where's it's just is that the players or is that your tactics? I was gonna say, where's the plan? Where is yeah. everyone on the same page? Like you said, where are the players yeah, getting ready to attack when he's attacking? Yeah. There's no flow. Yeah. There's no flow. It's static. It's basically it reminds me of playing pick up basketball and you just yeah. Throw the ball no, around. Not it's hope. There are no plays. You just throw the ball yeah. around. That's what it feels like. It's just, like you're, it's just hope. It's just hope. Yeah. Hope in the spring. You know, there was no 
lack of quality. But at the end of the day, it's you can the lack of quality at times. You can't blame the manager necessarily for that. You know, at the end of the day, we've got we can only he can only play the players he's got in front of him. That's first and foremost. At the end of the day, we're not we're not good enough. We complained about the the, the season two years ago. We're not far off having just as bad a season as we did then, points wise. Right now, let's be honest. We complained two years ago. That was an abysmal side. At the moment, they're on a the par points wise. I know, I know. So and that's the crazy uh, part of this. We go on how bad that team was and how well we played with this team, but one a draw here and a draw there hasn't been yeah. enough. So again, we haven't. It's like I said, it's, it's disappointing. You know, it it's is. not mathematically possible. It's not the end of the world, but no. we play like we did against Villa that fifty minute second half. Leeds, the entire game against Leeds tonight. Where are you going to get three wins from? No chance. No chance. Okay. And I want to also mention this. Things were going their way. And not that I wish mm-hmm. anyone to be injured. Neto goes off, Emilio. Mm-hmm. Okay. A key player for them. Obviously, they don't have Jimenez. We get the break with VAR. We get all these breaks and they don't take advantage of it. They yeah. absolutely don't take advantage of it. Anyways. Coming up next, we're going to wrap up the show, and I'm going to ask Emilio, what's next? Okay, Emilio, as we wrap up the show, I'm just going to ask you, what do Fulham do now? You know, again, when you look at this, and you already mentioned that there are still matches out there, and maybe on the road against Arsenal, against Chelsea, might suit them better, okay? I I, I get that. But they're going to have to beat these teams. They can't draw against these teams. Like you mentioned, they still need three victories. It's mm. mathematically still there. As people keep bringing out to me and talking to me about it, and I experienced it, what happened at the end of the Great Escape? They got hot at the very, very end. Yeah, it, yeah. It's possible. I, I'm going to put my hand up and say, you're right. It's possible. But have you seen any indication from this team that they can score goals? Because I have not. And that's the re- that's what is making me not – that they can do it, Emilio. Yeah. The last three games in particular, Man City put that aside for a moment, but you know, we didn't play well against Leeds um, when that was a game that was winnable. Villa, we th- you know, I think we threw that away, you know, on, on Sunday and tonight, you know, we, we offered very, very little. So if you look at those three games, you know, we're actually going through a bad run now, and that's the thing. Ideally, yep. it should be the other way around. If we start to go in an upward trajectory and start to pick up some form, but even if we took a point tonight, it wouldn't have been ideal, but the, yep. the mental impact of losing in the 92nd minute, that's that's a worry for me. Okay, you're going away to Arsenal. You wouldn't expect to get anything there. But, you know, Arsenal will allow us to play football. And maybe we might, you never know, we might surprise a few people. We might get something out of the game. But yep. there are games there that we can still win. But, you know, I've said that for all season. And we've, we've only got six games to do that now. So it's, uh, it's you're hoping now. It's out of our yep. hands. It's out of our hands now. Even if we win three of those games, you're still relying on other teams to lose. So that's that's the difference now. They need a lot of help now. Yeah, and that's the problem. Help, you know, you know it's, at the end of the day, it's you know, I've always, you know, Stefan, you know, my glass has always been half full, you know that, but it's been gradually reduced and reduced. Now it's just let's try to enjoy the last six games. You know, let's think about next season and you know, that's that's another conversation around what do we do when yep. we get relegated because half these players will go back to their parent clubs. That's right. No point bringing back. So I saw some comments only bring AK, Joe, Brian, Johansson. They're the history. AK's not good enough. Johansson's wrong, wrong, wrong side of thirty. And Joe Brian, if he's not good enough to play in the Premier League, why do, no. I don't want him to play in the Championship. I want to build a squad in the Championship like Wolves did a yep. few years ago. Yep. That's good enough to get promoted and good enough to stay in the Premier League. Well, not what the, the owners do is 
buy to get promoted, but then you have to invest to stay in the Premier League. Wrong right. philosophy. Look what do what Wolves did. Wolves had a championship team that won the division comfortably, and they've stayed in the Premier League comfortably for three seasons. That's what we need to do. And if we're going to keep some of our existing championship players, they're not good enough for this level. Joe Bryan, no. AK, Knockart, Cavalero, these players aren't going to. Tim Ree, Michael Hector, why aren't they figuring? Because they're not good enough for the Premier League. So we've got a big, we've got a big rebuilding plan here. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and listen, and you know, I'm going to say this because again, I was talking to someone who was interviewing me, and I said that. When you look at the team building for this year and you want to really analyze the job, if the, you know, I said you need to wait to the end of the season to mm. analyze all the loans and, and how it worked or how mm. it didn't work. Well, right now, you know, again, you're looking like a situation where you have to do a complete rebuild, like you just mentioned. And um, Tony Khan is going to have a lot to answer to because, again, like mm. you mentioned, a lot of these players are going to go back and. It's going to be a huge job yeah. to figure out and do what you want them to do to to build a team that is in the championship but primarily ready and and not all these loan deals. Yeah. And because because again, nothing against these players, and I know these players are playing for Fulham, but the way that the financial situation was because mm. because of two seasons ago, I'm telling you, in my heart, I believe that the reason why we saw so many loans is because of what happened with a hundred million pounds over that mm-hmm. spent two seasons ago. The chickens came home to roost yeah. and we got in good players, but they're all on loan and they could easily leave. And now we're starting all over again. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'll give Tony credit for bringing in quality players, but if they don't stay up, they're in a heap of trouble. And you've already mentioned that because what's plan B Point B is a complete and utter rebuild. Mm. And uh, I don't see that as a long-term solution. It was a short-term solution in the Premier League to stay in the league, which, again, I understand it. But now you've really, if they yeah. do go down, you kind of screwed yourself. So yeah. he deserves criticism for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll reflect that on another show. But certainly. Another show. Sorry. I'm going, no, I'm going yeah, in all, all, not, all different directions, my friend. Yeah. But my view is, you know, at the end of the day, that's, this, this team has tried. It's played good football at times, yeah. but, you know. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's too many, too many negatives to talk about on this show tonight. Oh. We saw a lot of the reasons why we are in the bottom three. You know, it's just that's you're not going to win games the way we were set up tonight, and the lack of desire, appetite, and and desire. Basically, there was no desire to win the game tonight. I, yep. I just we were too. I stacked. think that's also that's also part of the problem. Yeah, we're too lethargic. We were slow. There's not enough quality offensively when it counts. Final ball, not good enough. All these themes that that we saw that all all tonight and we failed to score again. And so it's, um, it's, it's, we're there for a reason. So it's, uh, you know, we're talking about the same problems time and time again, aren't we? Just, it does does get boring. So sorry if people are listening and and hearing the same things, but there's nothing else to go. You know, it's, you know, Round Beach, yeah, Norwich model is a way to go. Yo yo club. We are a yo yo club, you know, but. Norwich had players. They didn't. They didn't multi-invest. They they bought players and look. They're they're, they're going to storm the division and probably have enough. Well, not say enough quality to stay in the Premier League. They will actually keep the bulk of that team and will allow them to play next season in the Premier League when they get promoted yeah. again this year. Half our team are going to be disappeared next year. I don't think we've got enough non-loan players that are good enough to get us out of the Championship unless we buy 
shrewdly. So Tony Khan, you've got yeah. to, unfortunately, you'd have to sell a few players, but you've got to get your checkbook out. Otherwise, you're not going to get out of that championship very quickly next year. That's that's what I'm worried about. I actually think yeah. it's going to be quite a difficult rebuilding phase. Okay. Well, that again, that's that's for another show. But you know, mm. I I don't blame you for for going there. But my friend, let's wrap this up. Mm. For Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.